0: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: We're going to to
2: field deep. going back, looking up. He will watch it fly. And a miraculous comeback by the A's. And the ninth is kept by
1: Matt Chapman's three-run home run. And the A's have won the game. And the final is 5-4. to four.
3: It's now time for the A's Clubhouse Show.
0: That's right, it is time for the A's Clubhouse Show, and the number is 833-625-2278. That's 833-625-2278. Ken, I'm happy about the outcome. In the end, all that matters right now is you win the game. But the way the end of that game played out has made me really angry, and I just thank God they won that game, because I can't imagine what I'd be saying right now if they would have lost.
1: Chris, it's a big win, right? I mean, that's the bottom line. And Trevino did a great job of clutch pitching, and Chapman came up huge with that play in the 10th inning on the ground ball to third, and maybe the worm has turned. As I said, Uh, they lost so many tough games, and now in the series they win three games by a combined four runs. So they're coming home with a lot of momentum, you know, having won five straight. So uh, they're still in pretty good shape.
0: Yeah, they've won five straight. They've won eight of 11 and two teams that – they have struggled against, but you know what? That, that 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 was that was a different time of the season, right? So it's like, you know, if the A's are going to be able to beat the Mariners in back-to-back series and beat the Astros in back-to-back series, and they get in the postseason as the as the Yankees lost today to the Cleveland Indians, everybody else in the race, whether it's the West or the Wild Card one, they will have earned it. There's no question yeah. about it.
1: It doesn't hurt them that even though the top two teams, you would have loved to have seen the Blue Jays and Red Sox lose today, but at least with the Yankees losing, that even with them in the loss column, they're half game behind them. And as we were saying with Vince during the broadcast, you have to start picking off these teams. So for the A's to advance and get one of the wild card spots, they're going to have to pass two teams right now. They're going to have to pass either the Yankees. They're going to have to pass two of the three of the Blue Jays, the Yankees, And the Red Sox, you know, the bottom line is they're going to have to play a lot better this week, Chris, against the Mariners and the Astros than they have this year. Uh, They have just eight wins combined against those two clubs.
0: Can you imagine winning the division? What that would be, like the the heroic run that that would be to win the division. I mean, because technically, and I know it's such a long shot, you play well against Seattle, you still have six against Houston.
1: Well, and they did it in 2012. Yep. I think the Astros are a little better ball club than the Rangers had then. But, yeah, I mean, they've done it before. But they're going to have to keep playing well. And, you know, I know you were alluding you were alluding to the, you know, they left the bases loaded in the eighth and the ninth. Uh, Roma had a tough ninth inning, bottom half. Seth Brown, the overthrow of the E9. So it was an unkempt way to finish the game from that standpoint, Chris. But I thought the A's also did a lot of things Really well today, especially in the middle of the game. I've got a bunch of stars in my scorebook uh, next to defensive plays by the A's uh, today, Chris, so they sparkle from that standpoint. Beside that, overthrow by Brown. And then Frankie Montas was just simply brilliant. So, you know, sometimes these matchups don't match up to the hype, but I think with Montas and Otani, the way they pitched today, Chris. Uh, it really lived up to the billing.
0: Yeah, there's little things that win playoff games, and Sergio Romo not backing up home plate. Uh, I, I think of I think of Otani going eight and Motas only going seven with 87 pitches. That I'll get into that a- after this, but um, in the end, they got the victory, and, and that is what's key. And. You know, you you think about this battle going forward with so many different teams. This is why we love baseball, right? And this is what Wild Card has brought to baseball. you got all these different teams and all these different cities that are still in play.
1: Yeah, and look at all the cities that aren't in play and all the teams that aren't in play. And here are the A's once again. And it's, you know, I don't take it for granted that since I've been doing these games, the A's have had 11 trips to the postseason and, you know, other uh, Septembers when they've been in the race. So. I think it's what you play for right now. Tomorrow September 20th, and you're in the race. And that's all you can ask for, really, right, Chris? And it's, uh, you know, it's just a great time of the year for, to have a, a team in it and then to follow the scoreboard, and that will continue tomorrow.
0: And then Sunday night baseball that we, we, we talked about earlier, in my third-inning hit with Philly and New York. I mean, you talk about a schizophrenic division, the AL East. Every single time you blink, someone else is leading it.
1: Yeah, it's crazy right it really is the other thing is for the dodgers and giants and one of those clubs is going to be the wild card team they're going to win over 100 games and you could play one playoff game and go home but that's baseball that's the way it's structured and i i still like it i like the way that it's it's set up
0: yeah that is really hard to believe that if you're the dodgers or the giants a chance to win both could win 100 games and you end up in a one-game playoff. I mean, we saw that with the Yankees when they took on the Oakland Athletics a a couple of years ago, but it's hard to believe you can win 100-something games and you're in a one-game playoff.
1: Well, I I like it still, Chris, because I think that we don't live in a perfect world, of course, and so it may not be totally fair to one of those clubs, but you, you don't devalue the regular season, and you still value winning your division. And so I think that's a good thing in baseball.
0: And out of nowhere, those Redbirds from St. Louis have won eight in a row. Out of nowhere.
1: Yeah, they're playing really well on teams like the Mets have just faded big time, too. And now the Padres have issues. So uh, there's a reason you play 162, Chris. And I, I really believe after you don't win the division or the pennant after 150 games or 140. You play 162, you add them up, and I think you are where you deserve to be after 162. Yeah,
0: that's why I've always liked it because it'll will, it will it will show your strengths, and it will expose your weaknesses. And nobody, I mean, probably the closest team that we've seen, if you talk about a perfect ball club, would probably be the 1998 Yankees. Uh, You could look at the 89 uh, Oakland Athletics. You could look at those Blue Jay teams. But even a lot of the teams that have won the World Series, you see during the season they have some awards.
1: No question. I think with the A's, though, going into these games against the Mariners and the Astros, this is the best team the A's have had on the field this year. And not just the acquisitions of Gomes and Marte and Harrison. Matt Chapman's playing great, Chris. And beside that brilliant and and from a mental standpoint, but beside the physical, you know, just the thinking in the tenth inning on the ground ball. You look at his offense today, the double, the homer, the walk, and Gomes batting eighth, it's a home run and you know, Elvis is getting hot, so one through nine, I think this is the best look the A's have had with their lineup this year.
0: Yeah, I feel so good for Elvis because he got off to such a bad start, and you're always looking at these numbers. And now you look at the numbers and you go, well, they're real respectable if you take that start out.
1: No doubt. He made a tremendous play on Mayfield's ball leading off in the fifth inning, too. So he's done a nice job fielding his position, Chris. All righty,
0: you have a good drive home. Have a good Sunday night. It's a beautiful night. Uh, It's going to be a beautiful night here in the Bay Area, and we'll see you tomorrow at the ballpark. Thanks, Chris. Ken Korak, the voice of your Oakland Athletics. Now it's to you at 833-625-2278. That's 833-625-2278. They squeaked it out, a final in 10, 3-2. Your phone call's next here on a Sunday. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show. Pot pies, gourmet burgers, sandwiches, salads, flatbreads, and more. Don't forget, we still do takeout and delivery. For all the information, go to chickenpieshopwc.com. That's chickenpieshopwc.com. Here's the one-zero and a
5: changeup, and that is it high in the air to right, right there. Is Brown? He makes the catch from the shadows into the sunshine, and the A's hang on and they win in ten by the final of three to two. The A's win their sixth consecutive extra inning game and their eighth overall. They sweep the series. It's a five-game winning streak coming home, and the A's have plenty left in the tank for the two-week push against the Mariners and the Astros. Again, your final in 10, the Athletics 3 and the Angels 2. This is A's Clubhouse.
0: I can't remember the last time I sat on my couch and I was this angry. I mean, I'm watching this, and I don't know how you guys feel. Once again, the win's the win, and that's great. But there were decisions that were made. This wasn't playoff baseball, and you should be playing playoff baseball, and you're so freaking lucky to be leaving with a win today. You are so lucky. Frankie Montas had 87 pitches. You're taking him out? Let me ask that question again. Frankie Montas has 87 pitches, and you're taking them out. I am so tired of what the 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 poker players, the, ca- the card counters of the front office, what they think, and they think they're smarter than everybody else. That was not a good decision. Frankie Montas should have been out there for the eighth. If he got through it with no problem, he should have been out there for the ninth because nobody else in that bullpen has better stuff than him. You leave the bases loaded – twice in the eighth and the ninth and get nothing zero is that playoff baseball you're you're playing against a team they already have reservations they already know where they're going on trips their wives and girlfriends have already they've, they've already started booking stuff Shohei otani's out of the game i mean sergio romo and then sergio romo you're not backing up home plate little things win little little things and decisions win playoff games and this is a playoff game and so is tomorrow and the day after that and the day after that and the day after that and the day after what are we talking about what are you doing yes it's great to get the win but you kind of you lucked out you're, I mean you went from you went from a moment of power to hanging by a thread I just I just couldn't believe it I'm like they're, they're gonna lose this game I, I I lost faith I'm like they're gonna lose this game certain decisions and certain moves and certain things that you do change the momentum of a game and for God's sakes can they ever add on I mean we shouldn't even be talking about this when you have bases loaded in the eighth bases loaded in the ninth this game should have been a blowout. Let's go to Gene in Oakland. Lead us off here on the A's Clubhouse show.
6: Hey, Tony. I'm as, I'm as upset as you are about uh, you know, taking Montas out. I mean, uh, first of all, I come from an era where, you know, typically starters went 125, 130 pitches or more. So, um, and that's one thing. I and I'm sad to see uh, you know, leaving the game, but but wasn't it just a few weeks ago and i believe it was Frankie Montas too that uh uh Melvin left him in he was pitching beautifully like he did, as he did today and and i think he let him go to like 115 pitches and we were saying wow he's finally figured it out you know maybe he's changing and this is all great and now he's back to doing this again i don't i don't understand it at all and you know but anyways i want to take something really good out of this game though um uh, and that said, I th- it looks like Lou may be back, and that's that's yep. excellent news, because hell, I mean Chafin he didn't look too good, <laughs> Romo I mean when he's not just hitting his spots with that slider and uh, you know he's throwing up meatballs there, so uh, and even Guerra those guys belong in the middle innings. Uh, Lou's got the best stuff. Looks like he's worked through some some things and. You know he's mixing his pitches up, and he—I mean—he saved our—he saved our—our our today.
0: Well, well, well. The—the so. well, the deal is, you got to ride the hot hand, and even though he wasn't the hot hand, now he is the hot hand, and the hot hand can change day to day. I mean, it really yeah. can change day to day, and we're seeing that. Yeah. But whatever you got to do to win, win. But mm-hmm. you know, taking out the—I mean, Frankie Montas is a bull. You got to ride that mm-hmm. bull to the end, because guess what? Yeah. He gave up one hit. Think about that. Right. He gave yeah. up one hit. You took out a guy, yep. eighty-seven pitches, who gave up one hit.
6: Right, right. No, that's 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 crazy. I really, I'd like to know what what uh, Melvin has to say about that. And maybe it's coming from the top. I don't know, it, but it's but it's, it's, I totally agree. It was a big mistake, and it almost cost us the game. So, anyways, uh, you know. Uh, one more thing I like to say about Elvis Andrus. I I think that guy's had a a hell of a year. I mean, if you just forget about the first month when he hit something like a buck sixty, I mean he's gotta been, been he has to be hitting what two seventy five, two eighty or more since then, and playing excellent uh, defense at shortstop. I mean, I I hope he sticks around. I hope we get him next year. I don't know what his contract situation is, but i really loved his play and his enthusiasm and everything else he's he's had a very good year i think
0: that's good stuff thanks gene the number is 833-625-2278 let's go to eric in dublin eric you are on the a's clubhouse show
7: hey how you doing doing good so yeah uh this is a first time caller by the way and uh and I, I love the show, but I was so mad in the ninth inning that, like, I made up my mind I'm pulling in no matter what today, even if they won. I'm glad they won. But, it's like, Montas, seven strikeouts and four walks, and he threw 87 pitches. I Like, I, it's been a while since we've seen someone so efficient. You take him out, and they, it just makes no sense to me at all. And, I like, there's not a single person that I would have, rather have, like, running the ship than Bob Melvin, but – I just feel like he's done, like, just a bad job of running the bullpen. Just makes no sense to me. Like, Andrew Chafin, why – I don't – like, I think Montas could have finished this game, but Chafin not coming in the ninth makes no sense to me. He threw 17 pitches yesterday. Yeah, but he didn't look good. Yeah, no, I know that. But, I mean, he's, like, the one that can close the game. He's the only one that's shown to close the game. He has had one blown save with us. I feel like just, like, shutting it down is – Big. But also, like, Lou Trevino, like, even talking about, like, guys that can throw 95. He's the only one in our bullpen that can throw 95, and I'm glad to see, like, he's back.
0: Well, hey, you and, keep calling yeah. again. Thank you, Eric. Let's go to Joe in Monterey. Joe, you're on the A's Clubhouse show.
8: Yeah, Tony. Yeah, I'm just as frustrated as you. You know, 87 pitches, uh four walks, a hit. I mean, let him pitch. I thought for sure he was going to come out for the eighth. And then when I saw Deakman out there, it's just frustrating. And then to close the game, uh, you know, like, like we said, Romo hasn't closed games since what, 2014, 2015. Uh, Trevino was a closer earlier in the year. He should have been out there in the ninth inning. I, I, don't, I don't understand. And I don't know who is responsible for the pitching decisions. Because I mean, if you keep getting burned over and over and over, don't you think he you changed? You, you know what? If you keep, I don't. I just don't. I just don't understand the emo or the Bo Mel. Who's responsible for for the pitching moves? It's just. It's really frustrating. I mean, we we're you're right. We were lucky to win, but you know, we can beat the Angels playing like that and getting. But I mean, now we're gonna. We have to play the the Astros and the Mariners for the last 13 games.
0: Yeah, that's and a good let's point. See what happens there? That that that's a very good point. Yeah. What 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 what, you know, what kind of did the last couple of days, especially today? if you play like that, it's going to be very tough to beat the Mariners and very tough to beat the
8: Astros. Oh yeah. And then like I say, though, not adding on, uh, especially, I mean, base loaded, base loaded. I mean, we had first and third one out. We need a fly ball. We need to get that run home. We, we can't, we, we, we can't leave those runs out there. You know, we, I don't know. It's just, it's frustrating. Like I say lucky we got the win. And then, uh, my magic number is five because, uh, I went eighty six and a half wins for Oakland, and, uh, and we're at eighty two now. And I, and my three, my three picks were the A's, which I, I take every year. And then I watched the show and said the Orioles were going to be the worst team in baseball, so I took the Orioles under sixty five wins. And then uh, I took the uh, the Marlins over seventy two wins. That's going to lose, but if in uh, Baltimore, I already won that one, so the A's going to be the tiebreaker. I'll hit two out of three, but so my magic number is five. I like the playoffs too, but. Man, it's it's going to be tough. We we're going to have to really step our game up, and uh, you know the next the next thirteen hey, games. Can't,
0: hey, we can't the playoffs. We're already in the playoffs. Play, play playoff game tomorrow against Seattle. Thank you for the phone call. By the way, I just wanted to look up Elvis, uh, Elvis, I should say, uh, because Gene asked. Elvis is under contract next year. I just want to know how much the Rangers were paying. So Elvis is on the hook uh, for fourteen million two hundred fifty thousand. It, but the Rangers are paying $7.25 of that deal. Will he be here next year? Will they be able to deal him? I don't know. The number is 833-625-2278. I don't care about the offseason. I care about now, and I care about tomorrow, right here on the A's Clubhouse Show.
3: for the ones who get it done.
0: A's fans, there is no better way to stay in touch with the A's and even our players than following us on social media. Just head over to athletics.com social. That's athletics.com social for a full list of our social coverage from player accounts to Twitter handles and more. Now is the time to stay in touch. Head over to athletics.com social. That's athletics.com social today.
10: You're listening to the A's clubhouse show.
0: And the number is 833-625-2278. We're going to get to all the calls. But before we do that, here's Vince Catronio with Jan Gomes.
5: Boy, what a victory for the A's. Uh, They may not be pretty, but they're victories. And it's five in a row in ten. The A's survive a tough night and win three to two. Jan Gomes joins us. And Jan, first of all, just about the club in general. We're, We're not asking about, you know, bouquets of roses. You're looking for victories. And after this weekend, a couple more exactly pretty, but a win is a win. That's got to feel great having some momentum coming home.
11: Um, I hate to disagree with you, man. I think that was a, that was a well-fought <laughs> game. Um, it was going to be a pitching duel. We took sure. advantage of a guy that's for sure uh, an MVP candidate out there. Um, we battled, you know, games like that can go, uh, can go the other way. Uh, Frankie did a tremendous job. You're seeing a, a guy, you know, take a huge step forward in uh, in that leadership role as an ace. Um Sometimes the, the, the back end of the game is, is tough for a reason. Uh, that's why, you know, you, you want to have confidence in those guys. And we do have confidence in our bullpen. It just didn't work today. and uh, But we came back and uh, we didn't fold. We came back, scored a run, and then had Luke close out the game. You started the scoring with the
5: home run of the second inning against Otani, who you had not seen before. So tell me, as you stepped in the box, what were you thinking about and able to get a pitch that you could do some damage with?
11: Um, I mean, kind of try to get him out early. Um, you know, get some of the hit early, and um, didn't quite work the way <laughs> I wanted it to. But then uh, you're just trying to kind of work in that bat. Uh, he left something up, and I was able to to put a good swing on it. And uh, um, there wasn't uh, very many good swings off of him. So uh, a couple runs or a couple good swings. We knew it was going to be a it was going to be a, a good day for for everyone. Especially
5: what, what was it like for you with Lou coming on? With you know things happening in the ninth inning and the recognition that he had a really good changeup and we're going to use it mm-hmm. because he, he strikes out back to back guys and the changeup was important part of that. H- how do you see that and immediately step on the gas with that in that situation?
11: Um, Yeah, the changeup uh, started becoming his go-to pitch. Uh, I think we've recognized that a couple outings ago, um, but really um, he's got, you know, a good mix all around. Um, as a closer, I, I'd hate for a guy to have like four different pitches because, you know, trying to figure pitches out as it goes. So, we try to, you know, eliminate that and try to go with one or two pitches. And then if he's got a wipeout, go to it. Um, he was doing a tremendous job getting ahead of guys, you know, going to his curveball when he needed, you know, slowing guys down. And then, um, like you said, going to his changeup for an out.
5: couple of months with Matt Chapman. What impressed you about the play in the 10th inning? The tying runs and scoring position and Matt Chapman makes a Matt Chapman play.
11: Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, playing on the East Coast, you, you heard about Matt Chapman and the things that he's done. I've played with some uh, some good third basements before, but um, I'm starting to see why um, that guy's got a lot of hardware for uh, playing third base. Uh, he makes a lot of plays look routine um, in what he's doing out there, and uh, it's impressive to, to have a, uh, guys like that, and especially, I mean, just all around our infield, guys like that um, behind in the infield.
5: And then finally, you've been down this road before. Many of the A's players have been. They've gone to the postseason three straight years. The way this club has maintained confidence and calm through all of this, and still very much alive, what has impressed you about that? As you get ready for what should be an exciting thirteen games.
11: Yeah, um, what makes uh, this last couple weeks of the year fun is when uh, how close the team gets together. Uh, you start putting your ego aside as a, as your personal stats go, uh, and you just try to do as much as you can to, to just win ball games. And I'm, um, I'm very confident, and that's what this team is doing right now. Um, and, and really, they're not, we're not panicking or, or doing anything different than what we were doing before. Uh, just having as much fun as we can as a team and just uh, playing good baseball, good, clean baseball out there.
0: Appreciate it. We'll see you here at the Coliseum, Jan. Yes, sure. That's it. Jan Gomes joining us. Tony, now back to you. Let's pause for station identification right here on A's Cast.
2: A's cast streaming on iHeartRadio and broadcasting locally on Bloomberg 960 KNEW Oakland and KOSF 103.7 FM HD2 San Francisco.
0: Let's go to Ben and Pleasant Hill. Ben, you're on the A's clubhouse show.
12: Hey Tony, how you doing? Wonderful. Yeah, yeah, me too. Um, God, I mean, if there's any anything is anything such as a disappointing win, that I think that would certainly qualify. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, like, was just, i was sitting there, you know, it's 2 nothing, thinking, God, Frankie's just coasting. And then, you know, he's got one hit, 90 pitches. And as soon as Diekman came in, and luckily Deakman didn't give anything up, I just thought, you know, the tide's turning here. I mean, the angels are bad, but sweeps are hard. So, so I just had a weird feeling something was going to happen. And, you know, obviously it didn't happen until the ninth inning. But, you know, and just piggybacking off the, off the last couple of callers, I mean, it, I don't know why this whole, you know, ninety hundred pitch thing applies to a guy like Frankie. I mean, he's shown you. I mean, is he is he the greatest? Is he a Scherzer? No, but I think he's shown you enough to the point where you know you kind of throw the hundred pitch thing out out the door. And um, and like you said, they can't they can't they can't, keep, they can't keep doing this going into the Astros and Mariners. It's it's just not going to work. You can get away with it against the Angels, and boy, you got away with it by the skin of your teeth today, but. Uh, they, these guys have to go longer. I mean, you're in September. You might not have a season in in three weeks. So, just ride them. They have they have a whole off season to rest. You got to just just let them go. Let them go. As strong as they can. he was throwing, he was throwing a one hitter. We had a chance to one hit him today. He had a
0: one hitter, and, and he then. was he was 13 pitches away from 100. So it wasn't like he was yeah. like right up against it. I I don't no, get it. I don't get it.
13: Yeah,
12: yeah. I mean, he had a, he had at least one more left in him. So. But and, you know, and adding on, I mean, that that's got to happen too. So, so luckily, it happened. Like you know, like the other guys were saying, Lou looks like he might have turned a corner. So that's that's good news. But they got to strap it on. They're playing the big boys' uh, the remaining games. So let's, let's see what happens.
0: Thank you, Ben. All right, the number is eight three three six two five two two seven eight. If you're listening on terrestrial radio, and they're leaving us, well, then just go to athletics.com slash acast or download the iHeartRadio app, and you can listen there. A victory for the A's, 3-2, a final in 10. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show. At the
5: Honda Summer Sales Event, one summer adventure leads to another. Start with a new Honda and be on your way to desert treks, lakeside getaways, and mountain paths so remote you need an actual map. For a limited time, well-qualified buyers can get 1.9% APR on the 2021 Honda Accord and 0% APR on the 2021 HRV or Pilot.
9: See
10: dealer for financing details. Oh, oh,
3: oh, O'Reilly. When you need auto parts, OReillyAuto.com is just a few clicks away. We offer convenient options for you to get your parts quickly. Order online and pick up for free at your local O'Reilly Auto Parts store. We'll even bring it out curbside. Or you can have your parts delivered right to your door with free shipping on most orders over $35. Visit
1: OReillyAuto.com.
2: Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto parts.
1: When you join Saya LTL Freight, you belong to something bigger from day one. Whether you live for the long haul, the city route, or working the docks, we have a job for you. Join the most elite team in the business, best in class benefits, signing bonuses, and a first-rate commitment to safety. To start your journey with us, go to work at Saya.com. That's work at saia.com. The 0-1 pitch on the way is swung on and drilled to left, way back. Gispremski will turn and watch, and the A's have tied it up on a ninth-inning grand slam by Steven Piscotti.
10: This is the A's clubhouse show. Places to the
5: plate, and a fastball is hit high in the air, left field. It's deep enough. Tagging is Olsen. The catch is made by Goslin. Here comes Olson to score, and the A's regain the lead, three to two. First ball, swinging. Lowry gets one in the air. Drives in a run and it's 3 2 Oakland as Jed picks up his 69th RBI of the year. That's yeah, just a veteran doing his job. Got a fastball that was out over the plate. All he's trying to do is backspin it and carry it, and he did.
0: Let's go to Colin and Rohnert Park. Colin, you're on the A's Clubhouse show.
16: Hey, how's it going, Chris? We're hanging. We're hanging, definitely. I'm with you. I was so heated after this game when I saw Romo come in. I wanted to be surprised that he gave up those two runs, but honestly, I wasn't. Seeing him warm up instead of, I don't know, maybe Trevino coming into the ninth inning, yeah, it's just hard to watch. I mean, I love every single guy on our team. Romo has done awesome things for us this season, but come on, taking out Frankie after 87 pitches, Like, after one hit, how is that any different than Mike Fires throwing 135 pitches and getting zero hits? I mean, Frankie would have ended probably with, what, 110 max, 115? It it just – it's just crazy.
0: Yeah, we're going to get the explanation uh, from Bob Melvin. It's starting to sound like Bob Melvin and the staff thought Frankie was cooked. Um I I, I yeah. think I, I think you got a better chance with a cooked Frankie Montas than you do right now with with a guy that's up there throwing the ball eighty six to seventy eight miles an hour. I mean, I mean, you, you just spent you just spent seven innings watching Frankie Montas just dominate you, and then you got a guy like Romo who comes in. I mean, that's I mean that's that's a tough spot for Romo because their hitters are like, huh. Thank, you know, how many times have we heard this where the opposing dugout goes, thank you for taking that guy out?
16: Yeah, exactly. Thanks for taking that guy out and putting in the guy who throws 89 miles per hour. We'll take it. Oh, no, he doesn't throw 89.
0: <laughs> he doesn't throw 89. And he's been effective at times, and I understand it. But right now, it's you you got, you got to either win or go down with what is your best stuff. 'Cause if they lose that game today, I can't imagine what this show would have been like.
16: Exactly. It's just it's just crazy to me and I hear guys call here all the time, Oh, Bob Melvin shouldn't have done this, oh he shouldn't have done that. I love Bob Melvin. I would have hardly ever blame him for anything. But if if Frankie wasn't uh if Frankie came out today and didn't say that he was done, he couldn't come back out, man, this this if we lost it would have been on Melvin for sure. I, I I just can't believe it.
0: And we got to hear. I mean, maybe Frankie came back in, said, that's all I got. And if that's it, then that's it. But until we hear that from Frankie and we have audio from Frankie, we'll see what he has to say. And we'll see if they ask him. Thank you for the phone call. We'll see if they ask him the questions. It's just it's kind of it's kind of odd that a guy that's given up one hit struck out seven, no runs, and he's coming out of the game. Let's go to Mike in Fresno. Mike, you're on the A's Clubhouse show.
15: Hey, Townie. I I knew how you were going to react to Montas coming out, and I got to pick a different day to to mow my lawn on Sundays after A's games. I think I do it in the morning because I'm at the point now I just literally want to pull the grass out by hand because I'm so angry instead of using, you know, the technology like the mower. Um, But uh, you know what I'm really, really sick of at this point? Uh, I, I think we have one of the best managers in, in in baseball. We are so fortunate at Bo Mel, especially if you're a longtime ace fan like me. and Went through the years of Jackie Moore's and uh, uh, Bob Garren's, and even a Ken Maka. You know, I'm you know I wish somebody would just come out and ask somebody in the in the A's press would come out and ask. You know, how much of these decisions are micromanaged from the top, and and Melvin's just adhering to. You know, the talking points. I'm, I'm, a, I'm in Fresno Unified School District here, and I'm used to just hearing talking points and, and not getting any answers. Um, he did this with, with Mania last week. Manaya said he could have gone on. Frankie didn't even reach 90 pitches. He could have gone the whole game. When, when, when did we get away from uh, uh, taking out a pitcher who's pitching a one-hit shutout? In the past, they would let pitchers go until they, at least the other team got a run before they took him out. To allow the pitcher to try to get that shutout. And I don't Hey, it's hey the Brewers. And, and we're gonna be Corbin Burns, they took out Corbin yeah. Burns in the eighth inning with a no hitter. I know, I know. It's crazy. I read that, I'm like, what are you thinking? Well, what, what's unless the guy came out in the brewers said, Man, I can't I can't go on I'm, I'm I'm gassed. But these guys are these guys are athletes. They're, they're competitors. y you'd be questioned by the rest of your team if you said I need to come out on gassed after eighty nine pitches or eighty seven pitches. I don't get it and we're going to have this conversation if the ace squeak into the playoffs. Come on, let's be realistic. We're not going far. And even if we get into the, you know, get past the wild card into the next round, it's disappointing. And I said this before after last season, I had nothing but high hopes of taking that step to get to the next level. We didn't sign the players we needed, particularly in the starting rotation and bullpen, and we're going to have the same conversation again in, you know, 2 or 3 weeks whenever the playoffs are in and either we get in or we bounce early. And I just wish somebody in the A's organization would just come out, get off the talking points and say, hey, I made this decision. I'm Mel. I made this decision. Or, hey, I'm Billy Bean. I made this decision. Just be honest. I mean, we've got a great fan base. You know, I, it just drives me nuts. I feel like I'm back in a, in a, in a faculty meeting at school on a Sunday. So, I'm oh, going to get back to, to be
0: in my good. lawn, County. <laughs> don't, <laughs> yeah. don't mow your lawn. Thank you for the phone call. Let's go to Vince and Lafayette. Vince, you're on the A's Clubhouse show.
3: Yeah, um, the, the big thing I, I love when I talk about is what, what the last caller just said is, you know, everybody knows the managers aren't calling the shots anymore, which I think is, is silly as hell. Even the catchers can't even call pitches anymore, I'm hearing, which I think is silly. Because in the old days, it wasn't the pitcher you asked because every pitcher – who's got a competitive edge is going to say, I'm okay. So what you're supposed to do with Ray Fossey said this all the time is the manager goes out, doesn't talk to the pitcher, looks at the catcher and say, is he still good? And that's really where you get your, your information from. You don't, you don't need it from some guy in the clubhouse. You need it from the catcher. And the catcher will tell you if the guy still has his stuff. Cause usually the first thing you see when the guys are getting tired is the ball starts going up. All right. And, that, and that's it. I mean, you don't need to go, Anywhere else, that's why you want the guys on the field to call call it, not the guy in the clubhouse. And I think that's the big problem with the A's. But I think what's going to really save the A's if they make the playoffs this year, which I really think they still have a, a legitimate shot, is if Chris Bassett looks like he's coming back and hopefully he'll be starting one of the games against Seattle, We've, we're going to have one of our uh, cl- uh, starters either is going to make a six-game rotation, which will give the guys a little extra rest, or put one of the guys in the bullpen which we desperately need. Our bullpen is totally gas. I mean, the beginning of the year, we were. I mean, our bullpen was lights out. Now it's like whoever you put in there, you're holding your breath. I mean, that's that's the way it is right now. That's why it'd be really nice to have one of those starters in the bullpen where you can go two or three innings instead of pitching one guy every one inning. You may have a guy maybe pitch three innings. You know, um, I, I, I don't.
0: Uh, I, I don't care. If it's a reliever or a starter coming out of the bull, anybody who's coming out of the bullpen right now, you are holding your breath.
3: Right. But, but if we have a starter that's decent, we have some starters in there that, are, I mean, that aren't bad, As, that I could expect three innings of shutout ball. I, I, don't, I don't trust any of our, our bullpen guys anymore. I mean, I, re, I think they're gas. I mean, and I, and I hate to say this. Um, I, we signed what we were supposed to sign, Hendricks instead of that other guy that never pitched a game, we wouldn't be in this ball, you know, in this situation. But we are, so we have to look at it. Chris Bassett gets out there. I know Chris Bassett goes seven innings, maybe eight, not probably the first start, but he's good for that. So we, we get one of the starters could pitch. He goes seven. The starter uh, could pitch two. And I don't have to even look at any of the guys in the bullpen if it's a close game. I think that's what they need to do. But I, I really think they need to get away from the the so-called experts in the clubhouse making a call. So, I mean, I really think the catcher should call the balls and strikes. And I think that um, when you go out to the mound, it's not the pitcher, because, like I said, any pitcher is going to say, I'm, I'm okay. They're all going to say that. That's why you ask the catcher. And Ray Fossey used to say he used to get pitchers mad at him when he'd say, no, the guy's losing it. You know, you need to get him changed. Yeah, no, and Yeah.
0: They'd they look at Ray and Ray had a sign like, yeah, this guy's done. Hey, thank you for the phone call. Let's go to Robert in Portland. Robert, you're on the A's Clubhouse show.
17: Well, you know, uh, County, it's four wins they have against this club. their nemesis, the Mariners. So um, two of those wins were great pitching performances by Mania. You know that? And then, of course, he's starting off this series. Is there any way they could use him again? I know it's not matching up, in, you know, as far as the, how much rest he would have. He had four days rest if he faces Seattle again in that next series up, up, up there um would they would they conceivably pitch him even if he has a great game goes to seven eight innings game- and in tomorrow night would they pitch him with only four days rest in seattle when they uh, open up the, up there on the uh, i think it's the yeah it's on the 27th would they consider that
0: they won't even let a guy go 100 pitches you think they're gonna have a guy going short rest
17: well, I was just thinking because if you think about it, um, Blackburn pitches Tuesday, Urban pitches uh, Wednesday, and Cap supposedly is pitching Thursday. Yeah. And like the caller just said, when is Bassett going to be used? I don't have any idea. You uh, don't have Ken, idea.
0: Ken, Ken Rosenthal from The Athletic is reporting that uh, Thursday will be Chris Bassett.
17: Okay. So, see, that, that really is a biggie because, as you know, then you're not uh, – that changes who opens up the series, you know, against Houston on Friday night. It, it, it's supposed to be Montas, which would be great because he's still pitching so well. And then Mania would go on on Saturday. Technically, he could go then at Seattle in that last game at Seattle, couldn't he?
0: Hey, I need to win tomorrow. You, you're I know giving, that. You're, you're giving know me that. You, you're giving me scenarios that I I gotta be honest with you. I don't care. You don't win tomorrow. You got to win tomorrow. I mean, you're telling me five, six days from now. I can't. I what? Whatever. I, whoever, whoever can get you. Who Whoever can help get you twenty-seven outs. But you got. Well, you, you, got you, you got to win tomorrow. Because let's say you don't win tomorrow, and the people like like look at everybody who won today. Basically, everybody won today around you except the Yankees. What if everybody around you? Because uh, you're running out of games. So you got to win tomorrow. I mean, worrying about who's going to pitch four or five days from now really doesn't do you any good. You lose the next two games, it's not even worth talking about.
17: So Black Blackburn's pitching uh, on Tuesday.
0: As of um, right now, yeah.
17: So technically, that could turn into you know if he's not if he's off against Seattle and they get we need a lockdown performance by the relievers. So. That's that's going to be damn difficult, as everybody said tonight. All our relievers are, are burnt up, except for maybe Trujillo, who could come in late and make up for those games. He you know he pissed pissed pissed, pissed, pissed poor against Seattle early in the season because they've only won four games all year against Seattle. I want to see them really win six of the seven games they have left. Then then we win the season series against those guys. Ten wins. I, that's what I want.
0: You want six – so you're saying you want to take four out of six and you want to – wait, you want to take – They play
17: them seven games.
0: Yeah, so County, you want – They so play t-
17: them seven games, yes. four and three.
0: Yeah, so the only you want, way they can one win of the those has series. to be a sweep then.
17: Yes, because they have to win. If They can't let uh, the Mariners win a ninth uh, a ninth game, okay, because then they'll be not, uh, if – got to win the tenth game. And the only way they're going to do that is win six out of seven – and they win the season series ten to nine, so they can lose one game of these seven, believe it or not, because the Mariners already have won eight. So I'm this. They, this is this is all or nothing. This series coming up here, which are you know, which you obviously are saying they got to win the first one first. But if they win the first one first, they they got to really be careful not to to lose any more than you know maybe one. So what are you saying games. a four
0: a four game set? Are You saying three out of four because a four game sweep. Is really really tough,
17: very difficult, and I'm not leaning that way. I'm saying if they only win three out of four, then they got to take Seattle all three of them up in (laughs) Seattle. I'd rather see them win all, and you know what that's going to be like trying to win three up there with those. Would you bet on that? Would you
0: even if I gave you odds? Would you you bet on that? Yeah,
17: never, never, never. I won't. But I like Houston because they got. If you're if you're right about Bassett pitching Thursday, then they'll have Montas and Mania back to back against Houston, a club that could be already you know just hell. They could already be looking and you know how they want to stack their uh, starters going into that final three games in October. I mean, they could have a they could luck into this deal if they're if they're in front those last three games. Houston may not even need them, County. Yeah, could, I mean, yeah, true. a lot of things could happen.
0: Yeah, but but you got to win tomorrow, if and you're seeing, you got to win if, six of those seven. If you Just yeah, remember if you, that against if you because if, if I don't win tomorrow, then I got to win the next six. Yes. All right. Hang so in six, there. six out of seven. Thank you, Robert. All right. The number is eight three three six two five two two seven eight. You know, you may think it's crazy, and it might be crazy, but that's what happens when you put yourself in a hole. You got to play Harry Houdini. I mean, the A's are like in a straight jacket, getting locked into that tub of water and they're going to put the curtain down and somehow Harry Houdini would always get out. I can't remember. Robert, how did it, Harry Houdini die? Was that by a, tr- a trick gone wrong? I can't remember. I'll, I'll, during the break. But right now you got to play Harry Houdini. And I've talked about this for years. You don't want to be in this situation. But you're in this situation to where... You're running out of games. You got 13 games left, right? Is that where we're at? Is it 13? Hold on. Let me look at the schedule here. It's really one game. Once again, it's one game. So you got four, five, six, seven, eight, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13. You got 13 games left. And you got all these teams in front of you. A ruptured appendix took out Harry Houdini? Oh. But you got to play Harry, and it all starts tomorrow night. The number, 833-625-2278. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show.
15: Some things just go together. Peanut butter and jelly. Cookies and milk. Oakland and Kaiser Permanente.
10: We call that Ring Central time. Time for teams, customers, and partners to connect online for a real time work session. Ring Central is the leading cloud solution for today's distributed workforce, integrating voice, video, online meetings, and team messaging into one experience. It's time to work the way you want. It's Ring Central time. For a free trial, visit ringcentral.com. Ring Central Communicate, Collaborate, Connect.
5: The Honda Summer Sales Event, one summer adventure leads to another. Start with a great offer on a new Honda and be on your way to remote beach weekends, deep forest discoveries, and sunsets next to a campfire that you built yourself. For a limited time, well-qualified buyers can get 1.9% APR on the 2021 Honda CR-V, Ridgeline, or the all-new 2022 Civic.
10: Exclude Civic Type RC dealer for financing details.
3: so sticky at hannah's organic honey business may be sweet but they need an e-commerce queen bee to lead the hive okay these jars are going to jakarta oh wait a minute does that say jackson indeed can help them hire great people fast i need indeed indeed you do schedule virtual interviews and talk to candidates right from your employer dashboard visit indeed.com credit and get 75 dollars towards your first sponsored job terms and conditions apply
2: yeah, this season, I actually had little business cards made. Eric Rubino, fantasy baseball GM. You can keep that. Sure, the players are famous, but come game day, I decide their fate. What's that? Oh, you make 20 million? Well, I don't like your attitude. You benched! Now, I'd never bench an all-star, but I could. That's also why I like Progressive's Name Your Price tool. With options based on my budget, they never throw me a (laughs) curveball. That's a little baseball reference for you. Get options based on your budget with Progressive, even if you're not a legend in your own mind. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
12: A's fans, New Era Cap is proud to be the official cap of your Oakland Athletics. Next time you visit the Coliseum, be sure to drop by the New Era Cap Stand to pick up your A's New Era Authentic Collection Cap remember you can always visit us at neweracap.com to shop our latest selection including our limited edition and exclusive drops new era cap the official on-field cap of major league baseball
0: looking to stay up to date on all things a's
5: Back goes Marsh to the track at the wall, and it is 2-0 Oakland. Another bomb to the Rock Garden for the A's and for Matt Chapman. He connects, and the A's have doubled their lead as Chapman gets home run number 26 on the year. First ball swinging. He's 2-for-2 today
0: against
10: Otani. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show.
0: Let's get out to the phones, Rob and San Jose. Rob, please tell me you're doing better.
18: Ah, county. Trapped here. I'm doing a little bit better. 50-50 prognosis, you know, this COVID thing is a real deal. Uh, Get out to the game there tomorrow, people. Spread out. you got a great ballpark. Marine layer. Go there clean and tested. Go buy a test right now. Support the team. Socially distance. Wear your ACE masks. You know, stay clean. But support this team. They're fighting for us. I like the way this team's fighting. You got to run the table, in my opinion. I mean, every every play at the, at the table, the situational ball setup, up. Uh, you got to dominate. You got you, you, you you're a shark. You're a team of sharks. Got in there and stomp them. Get out and stomp them. My name is Stomper, our great mascot. And uh, I love the fight in this team. I don't like a lot of the second guessing I saw today the fishing staff and i don't like any of the quizzling nonsense sometimes i'm all with you guys there but i love the fight of this team we made a few mistakes i think we're almost going to do better and next time out but uh you know go A's.
0: thank you rob let's go to william in visalia you're now on the a's clubhouse show hey danny uh I'm glad you guys are talking about
13: the montage thing because I agree with you on the the letting him go. But I was going to call last night about Caprillian. He only gave up to a, you know two hits and then they pulled him in the what was it sixth or the seventh. I thought he could have gone another inning though or least. And I was yeah, they pulled that him in the sixth last night.
0: They pulled him in the sixth.
13: But he had like he had the, then the, then the, then the game fell apart again. It seems like. If your starter's going good, you should let him go until he starts falling apart is what I think. But Well, like, you know, uh, I was reading
0: in some notes today. You know, you just start looking at some of these teams that are going to be playoff teams. Right now, Tampa, obviously, we know has a terrific bullpen. The The Red Sox bullpen is red hot right now. So it's like, you know, I, I think we all kind of like, as someone said earlier, we kind of hold our breath when the A's bullpen comes in right now.
6: Yeah, yeah
13: uh I think we have the advantage on that though because you know it seems like the Ray, uh rays are slipping and the Jays have to play them and uh I just think that they're, they're, they are they they got to play the Yankees so I I think that they 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 uh they're going to have to play just as good as we're going to have to play to actually keep their spot and I think that our team is playing streaky good and we'll finish out that way and that uh if they're they're going to be able to do it because you know they were ahead of us and then they start slipping so if we can handle our business against them I think we're in really good shape to be right there in the wild card for sure. I sure hope so. Uh, And then the other thing was I listened to that YouTube game on um, um, the first game and I was able to listen to the radio broadcast and I really liked how it was all synced at the same time in sync. And I was just wondering if uh, we could get that kind of set up for like an A's cast app because I pay for the MLB app, but I can't watch A's games if I'm in the same state the A's are playing in. That means I'm a truck driver. I know like if I'm in Oklahoma or Texas, I can't watch Houston or Texas. And then when I'm home at California, I can't watch it. Yeah, so I was so just it's, wondering it, if they, we they could get, go they do get, like a podcast.
0: They get you at the geofence. It's it's ridiculous.
13: Yeah, so uh, I I don't know, uh, but would a cap app be in the future? So something like that, like a like what? YouTube game? Would like a Acecast app, like playing a YouTube game with our radio broadcast, just be an option or possible?
0: Okay, wait, say that again.
13: Um. Well, I was just wondering if you guys could, like, set up an A's cast app that's, like, the YouTube setup where we could listen to, like, Ken and you guys on the radio but be able to watch it anywhere.
0: Well, as of right now, Major League Baseball is um, not smart about that. Major League Baseball still wants everybody to have territories. And, you know – even if we had a live stream and the ability to have Ken and Vince synced up with that, you would only be able to get it in the Bay Area. Oh, or, right. or just not the Bay Area, what we call our territory. Um, and that's just the way it is. And it's just – it's the way – it, it's hard to believe baseball thinks this way. Um, I mean, you'd think, you know, as you said, you're driving around. You want to listen to it wherever you are. And – you know, let's say you're a truck driver and the A's are not playing, but you want to listen to, to, to the Astros and you're somewhere around, around you know, Texas. I, it's, just, it's just, we should all be able, if, if you pay for it, you should be able con- to consume anything that you want. If I want to watch, if I'm, let's say somehow I'm a transplant from Tampa Bay, I should be able to watch Tampa Bay from the Bay Area. If I pay for it, I should be able to get it. I shouldn't be blocked. No, I would be able to get it, actually. Flip that. Yeah,
13: you would uh, probably yeah. lose it if you were in Florida.
0: Yeah, somewhere that's in Florida. Yeah, that's how it is it. with Oakland. Yeah, it's like you can't, you can't watch A's baseball on the MLB app in the Bay Area because NBC Sports California has the rights.
6: Yeah.
13: And the same thing happens if, like, the A's are playing in Houston and you're in Texas, you can't get the Houston or the Oakland feed. They, they block you out on the, when you're, even if you're in Oklahoma.
0: Because your phone says you're in the Bay
13: Area? No, because, like, I was driving. Like, last year uh, when we were playing Texas and Houston uh, near Jackie Robinson Day and the hurricane and all that, I was actually on the 40, and I was in Oklahoma uh, driving, and they wouldn't let me catch any of those uh, Texas Ranger games or Houston games on the MLDF. While we were playing yeah, Oakland.
0: To me, every to me everything should be made available. Thank you, William, for the phone call. Uh, quickly, Coach, I got to get to Bob Melvin.
14: Hey, Tony. Yeah, the pitch count thing—we've gone over it a bunch. I'm resigned to it. It doesn't bother me anymore. <laughs> I'm able to take it and be beat up. Let's give uh, Lu Trevino a pretty big shout out today. Uh, those were five big outs in a tough situation, so uh, he deserves a lot of credit, doesn't he?
0: Uh, there's no question about it. You know, and, and the thing for Lou, it should have never gotten to that. Well, yeah, <laughs> right. I know.
14: Yeah. It should have never gotten to that. I mean, it's
0: nice. It's nice to sit here and say, hey, isn't it great what Lou did today? But it's like it should have never gotten to that. This game should have been over. You should have been showering up and everybody heading to the plane. And, you know, you know, these yeah. are playoff times. Guys got, you know, you got to uh, you, you got take care of business.
14: Yeah, so that's kind of why I was hoping they'd, they'd really look at uh, Bassett in a bullpen because they, they're going to pull their guys after seven. You know, it doesn't really matter how effective they are, they're going to pull them. And I kind of, those last two innings are going to be really hard against Houston and, and more Houston than Seattle. I mean, if Seattle, if we throw strikes and don't, you know, bounce a bunch of balls in the dirt like we usually do against them and throw a bunch of wild pitches, we, we can beat Seattle. We don't beat ourselves, but, boy, trying to stop out Al- Altuve and Gurriel and all those guys with uh, not your top pitchers, wow, that's going to be hard.
0: It so. is, yes. Coach, you're in a wind tunnel. We can barely hear you. Thanks for the phone call. Uh, let's hear from Bob Melvin after the game with the media.
19: Get started with Matt Calhara.
16: Hi, Bob. Um First of all, what, what can you just say about the the work that you got from Lou there uh, coming in in the ninth and then going back out for the tenth? That's huge.
20: I mean, it's huge not only for us to win a game that obviously we needed to win, but huge for him, kind of getting back to what he's been doing here uh, for the better part of the season. So, I think uh, great for us, great for his confidence, and and obviously the time and timeliness of it was huge.
9: Shane Rubin. Hey, Bob, uh, what did you think about the work that Frankie did today and uh, doing it so efficiently?
20: Yeah, I mean, shoot, his pitch count was way under control for the eighth. He's tired, though. I mean, there are certain games where it just takes a little bit more out of you. You know, I think uh, his legs started to go more than his arm did. Um, we were we felt like we were teed up pretty good after that. Deepman had a good inning, obviously. You know, we struggled a little bit in the ninth. But, you know, the, when you go up against Otani. You know that you have to be really good, and he was. You know, matched him all the way till you know both of them out of the game, and you know, outpitched him really. So, fantastic, another fantastic outing from Frank.
9: Was gonna ask if, if there was any consideration to sending him back out for the eighth, but I'm oh sorry. yeah,
20: yeah. But there are certain games where guys just are a little run down, and and you know he was at that point, so. Look, you pitch seven innings in a game that's, you know, one and two to nothing the whole way. It's, it's every pitch means something, and there are certain games that you're a little bit more gassed than others. Let's go
19: to Daniel Guerrero. Um, Bob, just how would you describe this one with the way you guys um, were able to push across the go-ahead run there in the 10th?
20: You know, it's, it's, we've had our trouble with one-run one run games here for, for a stretch, but that's kind of been our strength for a while now, whether it was earlier in the season or whether it's the last couple of years, these guys know how to play close games. And, you know, here recently we've started playing like we normally do, um, you know, in close games like that. So, you know, it's, it's demoralizing. You give up a lead and, you know, you feel like you have in hand and then you have to go back out there and work for it again. And they did. doesn't surprise me.
16: And
19: um, just what did you see out of Sergio in that ninth inning?
20: Just, you know, there's some days that he has, good command and everything's real crisp. And other days, you know, like anybody, we're, we're not. I mean, he gets 0-2, hangs a pitch. The normally, he's, he's certainly not trying to hang. Um, and now it's a double down the line and maybe just didn't have his best stuff today. But uh, the guy, Lou picked him up.
19: Let's finished with Catronio,
5: Bob, about Lou, when he came in in the ninth inning, the back-to-back strikeouts, he, throw, he throws all strikes and he, he this change up. was such a great pitch for him. I know he's used it in the past, but there seems to be a growing confidence for him using that pitch. We saw it again in the 10th inning. The guy that you had as a cutter in 2018 to what he is now,
20: what did you see today? He's using more pitches. You know, he's got a changeup and a curveball. He'll throw his curveball, get a strike. He threw a 2-0 changeup today. So just more confidence in all his pitches as opposed to just kind of more sinker cutter.
0: Frankie Montas, and struck out his last hitter in four pitches. They were all strikes because one was fouled back. I don't know. Maybe he didn't look tired. (laughs) I mean, I'm looking at the numbers now. That pitch that he walked uh, Stassi on was 96 miles an hour. He threw three pitches to Max Stassi that were 96 miles an hour. There is a paranoia among front offices. I think that's the best way to put it. It's a paranoia. They 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 don't want to look with their eyes, they want to look at the data. It's not what their eyes see, it's what the data says. There's a paranoia when pitchers start go when the pitchers start go, when the pitchers start going deep in games, they get paranoid. Let's hear from Frankie himself after this great outing.
19: Let's get started with Shana Rubin.
9: Hey Frankie, uh, your last start you said you said that you weren't locating the way that you wanted to, and, and I'm wondering what changed in the start that made you uh, that helped you be a little more
3: efficient.
19: Uh, I was just trying to focus on first pitch strike, uh, trying to attack the hitters, and um, they were swinging early, and uh, um, that kind of like helped me to uh, just go out there, throw my sinker, and like try to execute a little more. It's crazy. I woke I walk four guys, and like I think I throw I don't know like by like seven and
16: 75% strikes. Matt Kawahara. Hi, Frankie. Um, what would you say just about the, uh, the what Lou was able to do there, coming in in the ninth inning? Um, obviously, he's had some of his uh, struggles this season, but uh, coming in the ninth to save it there and then going back up for the 10th.
19: Oh, that's huge. You know, He's been, uh, his past couple of hours have been really good. And uh, I feel like he's getting his confidence back. You know, he's going out there and uh, doing what he's supposed to be
16: doing, and that's good for him. Happy for him. And how would you sort of gauge uh, where you guys are right now? Obviously, finishing this trip with with five wins in a row, and knowing that you're going into this last stretch against uh, division teams.
19: Uh, we're just trying to go there and keep fighting. You know, keep on fighting out there, give hundred percent, and uh, just trying to win both. Of them. So that's the goal. Let's go to Daniel Guerrero. Uh, hi, Frankie. How um, would you just kind of describe the way you battled up there against uh, Shohei Otani in that duel between you guys? Uh, he did really good. You know, he's a, he's a really good pitcher. He's a really good player in general. And uh, I feel like his player was working today, not just for him, but for me too. Uh, I feel like that was a good battle between me and him. It's finished
16: with Matt Kawahara. Uh, do you feel like uh, at this point you and, and, and Gomes have uh, developed a pretty good rapport? Um, you, you guys have had some good starts where you're working together.
19: Yeah, uh, me and him, I feel like we feel comfortable with each other. Uh, I feel like most of the time we're on the same page with uh, what we want to throw, you know, and uh, I trust him. I throw whatever he puts down, I feel like that's, that's been the key.
0: No one asked him if he w- how he was feeling after seven. Not one writer. I just asked Robert Costa because I don't know this. Who talked first in the Zoom? Was it Bob? Melvin always goes first. So you guys are beat writers. I love you to death, but the manager said that the pitcher was tired after 87 pitches and only giving up one hit, that his legs were tired, and you don't ask him? You don't think this is a story... Part of the story of the game when the bullpen came in and gave it up and then the bullpen saved you, but you, no one ass. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. But in the end, the only thing that matters is that the A's got the victory 3-2, to a final in 10. All right, here's what we got going tomorrow. We got A's cast live. That is our talk show that we have Monday through Friday will be live from the field. We'll have a ton of great guests for you, and that will be at 4 o'clock. At 5.40 will be A's Total Access, brought to you by Francis Ford Coppola Winery. And then first pitch with Big Sean Minai on the mound against the Seattle Mariners, a four-game set. Oh, this is huge. We'll start at 6.40. Now it's – I forgot the sponsor. Now it's time to see – What's On Deck? Presented by Ashby Lumber. Ashby Lumber for all your building and remodeling needs. Learn more at ashbylumber.com. 13 games left, folks. That's it. And the cool thing about being at home, and it's always been one of the great things about baseball, is the scoreboard watching, right? Because you get to see it right in front of you. You're not looking at your phone or your computer. You're looking at it right on the outfield wall. That's old school. I love that. We're going to have it all covered for you tomorrow, starting at 4 o'clock with A's Cast Live, 540 A's Total Access, and then first pitch at 640. Enjoy the rest of this beautiful day in the Bay Area, and we'll see everybody tomorrow right here on A's Cast and the A's Radio Network.
3: You hear that? It's not just another sound effect. It's the sound of your life changing. Say goodbye to mediocrity and every normal phone you've had before. Unfold a whole new world with Samsung Galaxy Z Flip 3 5G and Z Fold 3 5G. Get more screens, more style, more attention. Take a break from toggling between select apps and take hands-free selfies. Take notice of everyone noticing you and show them how to live this life. Buy your Galaxy Z Flip 3 5G or Z Fold 3 5G at Samsung.com. 5G connection and availability may vary. Check with Carrier.
21: Feet come in all shapes. You got fat feet, skinny feet, flat feet, high arch feet, short feet, and even feet so long, people could probably surf on them. Cowabunga, baby. But they virtually all have one thing in common. They are perfect for Skechers ArchFit footwear. You see, some people think that Skechers ArchFit are just for people with fallen arches, but they're actually made for almost everyone. That's because all feet, no matter what the foot shape, will love the incredible comfort of arch support. Skechers is the comfort technology company, and they developed ArchFit with experts to give you comfort and podiatrist-certified arch support in every step, for every age, and every foot. Plus, ArchFit come in a variety of widths and styles, including sneakers, sandals, and more, for both men and women, and many are machine washable, and all for a very affordable price. And get this, not only ArchFit great for your feet, but also incredibly stylish. Just because they have arch support and are super comfortable, doesn't mean they can't look great too. Come on, it's the best of both worlds. Kind of like a broccoli tasted like chocolate. So don't wait. See how actually it can work for you at a Sketchers store, Sketchers.com, or wherever stylish footwear is sold.
3: This has been the A's Clubhouse Show.
1: Bradley going back at the track, right to the wall. He'll turn and watch it fly.